I want, I want, I want me, 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 mine, 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 now, now, now. You know you're responsible for what you hear. You know you're responsible for what you hear. Welcome to Thoughts from the Hairy Head, the weekly podcast where I talk about, well, whatever happens to be bouncing around inside my head at the moment, but mostly focusing on constitutional issues and political decentralization. This is episode 70 of Thoughts from the Hairy Head, and I appreciate you tuning in. This is our post-election episode. Mercifully, the campaign season is over. We've got the election behind us, and now we can move on to actually doing the important things. Before I get into Trump's surprising win, I want to talk about the real winner, in my view, in this past election cycle, and that is weed. Yes, marijuana won big on the ballot. On November 8th, Florida, Arkansas, and North Dakota all legalized marijuana for medical use, and Massachusetts, Nevada, and California legalized recreational marijuana for anybody aged 21 or older. And it looks like Maine will also legalize marijuana uh, for general use for people 21 and over, although the vote is very, very close there. As of this recording, uh, there was a couple of precincts left to count, and and, uh, the yeses were ahead by about 3,000 votes. So I think uh, Maine will end up in the legalized marijuana column. Now, of course, all of this is illegal according to the federal government. The feds maintain a complete prohibition on marijuana in the United States. Of course, the federal government lacks any authority constitutionally to ban or regulate marijuana within the borders of the states, despite the opinion of the politically connected lawyers on the Supreme Court. And if you doubt this, just ask yourself this question, why did it take a constitutional amendment to do alcohol prohibition at the federal level? They had to get an uh, amendment to do that. What's the difference between that and al- uh, between alcohol and marijuana? There's no difference at all. So the feds don't have any authority to do all of this. And essentially, the states have nullified, in effect, federal prohibition. And when I say that, what I mean is the federal prohibition of marijuana is on the books, and it's still being enforced, but for all practical purposes, it's been nullified. Uh, More than half the country now has legalized marijuana for either recreational or medical use. And this is how nullification works. This is how you do nullification. Legalization of marijuana in a state removes a layer of law prohibiting the possession and use of marijuana. And with the state no longer enforcing those laws, that leaves it to the federal government to enforce prohibition by itself. 
But FBI statistics show that law enforcement makes approximately 99 of 100 marijuana arrests under state, not federal law. So by ending state prohibition, a state can essentially sweep away most of the basis for 99% of marijuana arrests. And that's exactly what happens. So in this election, weed is a huge, huge winner. But what about Donald Trump? I'm sure that's what's on everybody's mind and uh, certainly was surprising. I'm definitely surprised that that Donald Trump won. Um, it tells you a little bit about the power of the media and uh, uh, the media narratives as far as the polls and stuff go, doesn't it? Um, I just hope that conservative and libertarians don't think that this is some kind of big win for the Constitution because it ain't going to be. Uh, quite honestly, I really don't think the Trump presidency is going to be nearly as good or as bad as some people seem to think. Uh, but I'll tell you this, it has certainly created quite the freakout on the left. Uh, it, it's been an epic left-wing freakout. Um, a post on Facebook perfectly captures the angst that so many people on the left seem to feel at the prospect of a Trump presidency. A friend of mine wrote, I fell asleep crying and woke up crying, not because Hillary lost, but because so many of us lost too. And then the uh, Facebook poster went on to list a litany of policies that she fears the new Trump administration will, will roll back and other policies that it will implement. And let's be honest, her fears really aren't misplaced. The transition from the Obama era to the Trump era is about to demonstrate the very real danger in using government power to impose your will on society. The progressive left has spent basically the last eight years using executive power and the federal court system to shape America into its own image. We've got Obamacare, uh, and what people don't realize is the number of uh, executive orders and uh, regulatory agency rules that have been promulgated under the Obama administration, uh, particularly in the realm of uh, housing and urban development and EPA rules that have really, really made significant uh, impact on businesses and, and uh, individuals. So now the left faces the prospect of being out of power. And uh, with that loss of power, the right, led by Trump, is going to reverse the progress and begin to bend the United States to its own will. And it very may well. <laughs> and therein lies the problem with these political solutions and with using overreaching federal power to, you know, press your agenda forward. Government is ultimately brute force, and when you rely on sheer power to shape society instead of changing hearts and mind, you always have to live in fear that the other side will wrest that power away. Government is a sledgehammer, and that sledgehammer can always be turned against you. So now Trump gets to wield the sledgehammer to the abject horror of the progressive left. So here's my post-election prediction. The left, the progressives, are suddenly going to become very, very interested in limiting the power of the federal government. Yes, all of a sudden, you're going to see a bunch of lefties, 
a bunch of progressives, a bunch of Democrats start talking about the Tenth Amendment. They're going to start talking about limits on executive authority. Uh, you know, they're going to start talking about the Bill of Rights. All of these things that they've ignored for the last eight years are going to become very, very important to them. And on the other side of the coin, I have a very bad feeling that people on the right are going to all of a sudden not be quite so concerned about executive orders and overreaching power, you know, because now their guys got it. Now their guys in charge. So we're going to see a shift. We're going to see the left embracing the Constitution and embracing limited government. We're going to see the right trying to press through its agenda through the federal government. Now, Trump might be pretty good on some things. You know, there may be some regulations that he rolls back, and there may be some some places where he's more faithful to the Constitution than Obama was. But I have a sneaky suspicion that he's going to be really, really bad on surveillance and the police state, um, asset forfeiture, those type of things, this, this whole law and order business. So, you know, you may get your Second Amendment, but... Uh, Hold on to your Fourth Amendment, because I really think that this administration is going to be very antagonistic towards our uh, our privacy. And let's be honest, we're not we don't even guarantee that he's going to be good on the Second Amendment either. I mean, after all, this is a guy who at one point said he supported an assault rifle ban. So, you know, who knows what we're really going to get with Donald J. Trump? But here's the bottom line. For years, I've preached the danger of ignoring constitutional limits just because your team wants to get things done. Because at some point or another, the other guys take over, and that's what the left is finding out today. The other guys are now in charge, and when they do, the power that your team usurped to get things done, well, it gets turned against you. Ladies and gentlemen, the left is about to learn that lesson the hard way. Well, that's it for this episode of Thoughts from Meharry Head. We're another 10 minutes closer to freedom. I really appreciate you listening to the show. If you enjoyed it, please do me a favor and spread the word. Feel free to send me any thoughts or ideas to michael.meharry at 10th Amendmentcenter.com. And if you haven't done it already, head over to the iTunes and subscribe to the podcast for free. Thanks again for listening, and I'll talk to you next week.